This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to talk about the big issue this year in the state of Indiana. For once it's not a social deal. Now it's just the government coming for more of your money. It's the big issue in the budget, which is what the legislature is debating this year. It's a rise in the gasoline tax. And with us today to do that is Justin uh, Stevens. He's from the Americans for Prosperity. Justin, how are you? I'm doing well. wish this were under different circumstances, but I'm glad to join you. Well, yeah. And so you guys explain real quick what AFP is. It's an issue-based organization. You don't do candidates. You do That's policy. Right. Yeah, that's right. We're an organization, a grassroots organization with, with a lot of activists across the state of Indiana focused on policy issues, mostly related to lim- limited government, lower taxes, less regulation, and so forth. All right. So the gasoline tax, what is it? Well, you know, the, the gasoline tax actually is multifaceted. So, you know, so we have a, a state gasoline tax that's per gallon. That's 18.4 cents. So every time you buy a gallon of gas, when the price is, let's say it's 
two twenty three. Yep. Eighteen cents of that goes to the. So so I bought gas this morning. I bought uh, gas at two dollars and nineteen cents this morning. Right. Bought about ten and a half gallons. Right. So I paid five dollars and two cents in taxes on right. ten and a half gallons. So the way it breaks down is eighteen cents state tax, eighteen point four cents federal gas tax, and then an additional fluctuating percentage uh, uh, that's based on the sales tax here in Indiana. So just for the average person at home, when they you said your price was what, 220 $2.19 a gallon is what I bought this morning. Yeah. So if you hadn't had the gasoline taxes, plural, and we're yeah. not blaming the federal government in this case for theirs, we yep. could get to them at another time probably, sure. but about $0.36, cents, give or take, at least of that. Here in Indiana, yeah, would be knocked off your price. You'd be paying. So in Indiana, right? Yeah, right now in Indiana, it would uh, it would equate to twenty nine point six cents per gallon uh, on just state taxes, in right. addition to the uh, eight eighteen cent eighteen point four cent federal tax. So the point for the audience, so that's like forty seven cents, right? Yeah, altogether, it's like uh, you know we're hovering. Ours fluctuates because we're we're one of only twelve states with a sales tax on gasoline, right? So and we'll get ours to that. fluctuates, yeah. What I'm trying to, fifty cents. A yeah, gallon. what I'm trying to do for the audience here is to say your gas would cost you. That's right. Uh, so, so this morning my gas would have cost me a dollar sixty nine had it not been for all of the taxes combined. Which is interesting because we always hear about how uh, you know big oil is causing inflation in gas prices. Yeah, yeah. Probably the biggest driver on gasoline prices are the taxes you pay on it. At this point, absolutely. I mean, you look at a two dollar nineteen cent a gallon of gas, and you're paying fifty almost 50 cents in taxes all right makes a big dent in your budget yeah huge issue okay so the current reset this for us because we just threw out a bunch of numbers the current tax on a gallon of gasoline in indiana is what combined almost 50 cents around 49 cents a gallon now you say combined and a lot of people would not know this there are multiple taxes correct that's right there are three different taxes there's there's the per Per gallon tax, a state tax, that's 18 cents, 18.4 cents federal tax, and then the sales tax, which, like I said, we're only one of 12 states with a sales tax on gasoline. And do you know what the sales tax is? Yeah, so it's seven seven cents, just like any other normal sales tax. Okay. Uh, yep. So there's a, just, and again, to simplify this for our audience, because we want to make sure that everybody understands what's going on here before we talk about some, what they're trying to do and the solutions that would work for people, there's... The regular sales tax, just like anything else you buy, but then there's also what we'll call it an extra a special tax on gas of 18, 18, 18 cents. 18 cents. That's okay. correct. All right, so the legislature now uh, has a big problem because for years and years they have kicked the can down the road on dealing with infrastructure because they wanted to do certain things to make themselves look good and send out mailers and all that sort of stuff. Now they got a big problem because they got to fund the roads, right? Yeah, I mean, so long, for a long time, we've been using what should have been money designated to roads. We've been using it in the general fund. Now, I, I will say, there has been improvement on this over the last few years. You know, they used to get uh, over $100 million in state police funds out of the gas tax revenue. That is now uh, not the case. So there have been some improvements. They made a few more improvements during last session, uh, designated some to the local matching uh, uh, bridge fund. And so... They have made some improvements. I want to give them credit for that. But the, the fact is a large portion of the gasoline use tax, which is the sales tax on gasoline, does not go to roads and infrastructure. It goes to the general fund to be spent in a number of different ways. Okay. Uh, now they're back. 
They run, the Republicans run last year, they run primarily on, and every candidate's a little different, but they run primarily on, we're the low tax people, Indiana, the state that works, it's a great place to come do business, we've cut all your taxes, you want to live here because it's cheaper to live here. No mention of raising the gasoline tax in any campaign ad that I saw. Yeah, so I think you probably saw some things about improving infrastructure and things like that in in their campaign. But as far as outright raising taxes, I highly doubt that there was any of that in their their campaign. Okay, so the legislature comes back. They have now reconvened. And right out of the gate, the House of Representatives puts out a plan uh, that says we are going to raise the gasoline tax. That's right. And it's actually worse than the one last year. So now we're looking at a 10 cent increase in the in per gallon fee. We're looking at that gasoline tax being indexed to inflation. So we're we're committing to perpetual tax increases forever in the gasoline uh, in the gasoline tax with this bill. Because let's face it, unless my buddy Trump gets it together, inflation, and even if he gets it together, he's probably not going to get it together enough to cure inflation, right? I, I think that uh, I think the inflation is probably always going to be there. So we're going to see an increase in the gasoline tax, maybe every year from here on out. Not only that, I mean, there's a fifteen dollar per vehicle fee added on. There is there's also a one hundred fifty dollar fee on electric vehicles, and we can debate that into more detail later. But uh, there are several other things they're asking to toll. I-65 and I-70. Uh, I, you know, I live in southern Indiana. I drove about 80 miles to get here today. Thank you. <laughs> that would you been, didn't do it just for me, right? That would have been a significant, uh, significant fee uh, on on. Because I can't be losing good guests, right? <laughs> no, 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 you can't. Well, and that you know, you think of the fee on that, but we're already paying for those roads. Right. We are paying 18.4 cents per gallon to maintain our federal interstates. Yeah. So you know, I, I think it's just. It is a significant tax increase. Get our guest is Justin Stevens. He's with the Americans for Prosperity. We're talking about uh, the increase that apparently is coming to the right to drive on Indiana's roads as the state legislature meets right now. And we're going to primarily stay focused on the gas tax, but there's some other fees in there that he just mentioned that I want to get to as well. So we're going to go from 18 cents of the state tax uh, to 28 cents? 28 cents per gallon. So that would... That would make us the fifth highest in the country. Right. Behind states like Pennsylvania, Washington, Connecticut, and New York. Some good conservative states, right? I don't right? think that any of us want to be considered in the top five uh, when it comes to states like that. So help me get this, because this is a Bosma deal, right? This is Bosma coming out saying this. You know, I, at this point, there are the leadership across the board is saying this. You know, now, but not, this is in the House of Representatives. Yeah, they are they are presenting it in the House of Representatives. That's where the bill is starting. So yet. it's not just Bosma. It's uh, it, it's it's the the Doc Brown and the whole cast of characters yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the press conference the other day, you know, you you had a lot of people standing in support behind Speaker Bosma uh, in support of this increase. Now, why would they do this? Because I know Bosma, nice guy. I know Brown, nice guy. I think about uh, guys like our own Jeff Thompson, who last year was. So floored me was in support of this uh, gas tax increase sure. um they're not mean guys they're not bad people they're smart people why would they be in favor of this you know so to be honest with you i don't want to question motives i i don't i don't get in the business of that but here here's what i do want to tell you i want to tell you that before there is any discussion about increasing taxes there should be absolutely no discussion about increasing taxes until every bit of that gasoline use tax is designated to roads and infrastructure immediately okay let's go to that before we do last year the house put this well it put a smaller version of this out that's right uh 
I told them, told Tom sometimes, not passing, not going to happen. I think they thought it was. I think they thought it was going to pass. I really think they yeah. did. You guys at AFP got really involved and torpedoed that thing. What did you do? Yeah, I mean, so we're again we're a grassroots organization. So I th- we made probably somewhere over a hundred thousand phone calls. Um, we knocked on doors in thirty different state rep districts. You know, we sent mail. You know, asking people if they would support their state legislature if they were voting for tax increases. And so we're committing to the same thing again. You know, we're committing to educating citizens about what their representatives are doing. If they don't want their citizens to know about it, there's a problem. Yeah, it's it's a huge, huge thing. Okay, so uh, let's move forward to where we are today because you guys did a phenomenal job last year, as we said, on educating the citizenry, telling people that this was, was going on. Um, you just touched on something which is so key to this whole thing. All the gas tax does not go to roads and infrastructure. Correct, correct. So the 18 cent per gallon fee, it goes to the highway fund, okay? Or almost all of it goes to the highway fund. Okay, the gasoline use tax, which is the sales tax, only a small portion. I think this this fiscal year it's like 14%. So 14% of the 7 cents per dollar. Yeah. Right. So we're looking at, you know, the gasoline use tax is projected to raise around 400 I think 480 million dollars next year. And so only you know, around 15 you know 14 15% of that goes to roads and infrastructure. The rest the rest of it goes to the general fund. So our call is simply say, "Hey, immediately designate all of that to roads and infrastructure." That is a common sense no-brainer. And then the argument is, "Well, we have a hole in the general fund, right?" So we, we have to replace that somehow. And I get that, right? So they, they have to find a way to make that up. But revenue projections over the next two years say that we're going to bring in $1 billion more in the next two years than we did in the, in the previous two years. Justin, is one of the issues here, because I was, by the way, people get so angry at me about stuff. Like I have some sort of sway, like I have a direct line to somebody. Some very influential people were like publicly losing their minds over this. Like I, I don't know, but... Uh, one of the issues that I had in an animated discussion with someone the other day was uh, you chose in the Indiana General Assembly to grow what was funded by the general fund. I think of things like uh, this universal kindergarten thing, which sure. is a goal. They're not there yet, but they want to make that happen. No one held a gun to their head and forced that to happen. Um, things like this HIP 2.0, which essentially expands Medicare in the state of Indiana. And we're going to have more problems with that in the well, near future. And I'm telling you right now, and this is going to because we know all the people listen to this show they don't admit it but they do because they quote it and say things this hip point 2.0 thing is going to be devastating yep. long term to the indiana budget yep. it is unsustainable that you have people paying literally 12 dollars a year for their health care that's what you pay if you get into hip yep. 12 bucks a year yep and it's we can we can and we can tell them right now yeah we can, we told them two or three years ago this is not going to be sustainable we're not going to be able to fund this but you know what's going to happen they're yeah. going to say we have to, oh, and then sure. we're going to come back and ask us to pay oh, more Oh, people got so mad at me when because, you know, Pence did the victory lap on this and said, congratulations, we've grown government. And I said, this is a terrible idea, yep. and uh, I got in big trouble. I think that's when I got kicked out of the club. I don't yeah. know. But but uh, <laughs> the point is, nobody made these people do this. That's right. So for them to say they have a hole in the general fund, yeah, you caused it. Yeah. No, I exactly. They're the ones that have to make these decisions. And here's the bottom line. If they want to call this a user fee, which is what they want to call it, then that has to be done doesn't, immediately. Doesn't that make you angry that they call it a user fee? It's yep. a tax, right? It, it is a tax, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, our guest is Justin Stevens. He's with the Americans for Prosperity. Uh, okay, you mentioned all the gas tax going 
to or the the sales tax going to the roads how much money would that create do you have an idea yeah i mean it would be at least you know 400 million dollars 350 million it's a ton of money they say so, they need a billion right they said they need 1.2 billion so let's so take it i've asked for that study so i can see all the items that they right. want to accomplish 1.2 billion every year for the next 20 years is what they say they need that's, asked, a, that's a lot of change that is a decent amount of money yeah uh, here's another thing that floors me. And I know you guys get into here's your per, you don't get into the nuts and bolts of government sometimes, but but they have taken the state legislature has taken a very heavy handed approach to municipal governments the past four or five years in terms of gutting locals ability to act on their own. So on one end, you come to the come to say, well, we don't with the TIF bill and things like that. And they say that we don't want you to do that. We don't want you to have this ability to do the creative things on your own without asking for our help. But then they come back and say, well, but we're not going to give you the money. Well, now we got to give you the money. Now we got to raise taxes. Well, if they just let locals do their jobs and let locals make the decision, it wouldn't be as big a deal, right? Well, and you know, they gave locals some, some increased flexibility with this bill last year that allowed municipalities of 10,000 or more to raise their own wheel tax. But when you look at that in conjunction with what they're presenting now, you, you think about someone who has a wheel tax in a city, a wheel tax for their county, is going to face increased uh, $15 per vehicle fee on registration, who's going to face uh, an increase in the gasoline tax by at least $0.10, cents, who may be facing toll roads in the near future. I mean, this bill requires NDOT to request the waiver from the federal government to make our interstates, existing interstates, toll roads. <laughs> it is. Un- I mean, it is. It is an unbelievable. Uh, uh, it, it would be an unbelievable increase well, in taxes. And the idea that you the would want to trust Indot with anything. No offense to the people that work at Indot, but having dealt with Indot on a local level, Indot is a nightmare. And yeah. the idea that you're going to trust. I mean, look at the '69 disaster. '69, a great idea, but it's been a disaster. Can anybody tell me one Indot project where people would go, "Yeah, that got done really quick." really well yep. really on time and really under budget yeah like i mean if you can do it let me know <laughs> having dealt with them on a municipal level it's it was a nightmare yeah and uh, anyway again our guest is justin stevens he's with the americans for prosperity we're talking about the increase in the gasoline tax there's also some other taxes that justin and fees that Justin has talked about in this bill presented by the house of representatives you mentioned the toll roads let's talk about those yeah what, what where are they proposing tolling do they have an idea of how much so they have not discussed the, the details of this yet. So there are only a few waivers that, that the federal government grants for states to put toll roads on existing interstates. Okay. Usually you have to create a new interstate. Like An example is down in Louisville, in the southern right. Indiana. They added two new bridges. They were allowed to toll on those new bridges, right? right? Increased capacity, uh, actually completed a project there on the east end of Louisville that that needed completed a long time ago. So they they were allowed to toll those roads. Now we're talking about I-65 and I-70. The desire is to have those tolled across the entire length of the state. So you're dry. It's not like uh, you're going up Chicago. Obviously, those tolls are ridiculous, too. But yeah. you, there's a little stretch of 20 miles where you're dropping a few quarters. Into have the you ever slot. driven in Pennsylvania? I have not. I've not okay. had the privilege. So someone who's driven in Pennsylvania will know exactly what I'm talking about because there is interstate. And I can't even remember the, the, the number of the interstate. But it's the entire width of the state of Pennsylvania. You pay a toll to drive across the state of Pennsylvania. 
that would be similar to, to what it would be like here in Indiana. So they've actually directed NDOT to go ahead and apply for one of those waivers to be used here in Indiana. So literally the whole state, if you, you know, 70, you're going from Indiana to Illinois, you know, you're, yeah. you, would, you, would, uh, you would pay the whole way. That, that has been the express desire. Or Indiana, yeah. Ohio, you know, if you're going the other way. Yeah. You, would, you would just throw out the thing to be dropping quarters. Now, how does that reconcile with the mission of we're attracting business, we're the crossroads of America, we're, we're bringing everyone in, we're a state that works, we're blah, 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 blah. I mean. Great question. <laughs> because, great question. Because I've been labeled as a really bad guy for asking this. And, and here's my other point. I am not the smartest man that ever lived. I, in fact, I'm not even a very bright guy at all. When I was on the town council here in Brownsburg, we cut taxes 18% property taxes and still funded $50 million worth of infrastructure. Yep. I'm not that smart. <laughs> what are these guys doing? Well, and, and here's the bottom line. You know, we, we may uh, uh, get the ire of some people for pointing out these facts, but they are facts. And if it were a different party in power, yeah. would we be saying these things? Absolutely. So why would we not say them now? Give you, so give you an idea of what we're working with here. If you live in Brownsburg, and we'll just we'll pick on Brownsburg because I'm still mad at them for raising the water and sewer. Raise, <laughs> so it's, uh, uh, it's the same thing. It's, the, yeah. it's on, a, on a micro level the same yeah. thing. Uh, there were other ways. Other ways would have involved having to make cuts other places sure. or reallocate money. They didn't want to do that. So they came out way to the very last minute, screamed crisis, and raised water and sewer rates. So your water and sewer in Brownsburg, just an average person, if, it was 100, if your bill were 100 bucks a month right now, you know, I guess a family of four might might be that. You're probably going up to somewhere around 150. So you're 50 bucks a month in for there. If you're in the state of Indiana now, how much per year would you see your the average person see their out of their wallet? Do we have an idea? Well, and you know, so we have some conflicting numbers here. So well, let's aim high because we know they're aiming low. So yeah. What, so so Senator Kenley came out and said it would be an average of 12 to 13 dollars per person. Uh, per month. Okay. Um, Bosman, his presentation said about $5 a month. So yeah. I don't know where the discrepancy is. I'm not exactly sure where they came up with their numbers. But yeah, if you're looking at, say that you're, I mean, at the very least, you're looking at, if you are if you have a household where two people drive to work, $10 a month. I yeah. mean, that is, that is not just a drop in the bucket for a lot of people. That's, that's, two, that's $240 per household, basically. And that's the low. That's right. the lowest. That, and it also so. doesn't include this user fee that they're going to enact. Yeah, that doesn't include the the fifteen dollar per year. Uh, what is it? Road improvement right. fee or something like so that. So let's um, let's talk about the user fee for a second because it's fascinating to me. I asked this question the other day and I got crickets. So for years and years and years, the government comes out and says gas is bad, coal is bad, got to clean up the environment. Uh, we're going to tax gasoline. Be, we want you everybody driving these electric cars, uh, and we're going to reward you for doing that. The new proposal under the House right punishes people for having the electric cars. That's right, one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> per vehicle per year, indexed <laughs> indexed to inflation. So, so, the, so it would be indexed to inflation. So, as the well. punishment for having the electric car is actually more than having gas, right? I mean, I guess it depends on how much you drive. If you if you have an electric car and you're only driving, you know, around town here in Brownsburg. Um, that's a pretty hefty fee. Now, I have bad news for the Indiana legislature. You will not shut this radio show down because I can do it from my home. Yeah. And I can send it over <laughs> here. So I'm not going to not drive into work. Uh, okay, so this, well, that's the House. Are, is the House sold right now? Or are they saying this is a starter? We'll listen. Are they saying, here, here you go, Senate, have at it? You know, I, 
I would hate to say that this is the final product, or at least what they have in mind for the final. Because this product. is a big fat F, Maybe, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's yeah. It's I mean, if you turn F minus, if you turn this project yeah. in at work, you would be fired, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it is. It, it's brutal. So, I have to think that they don't believe they're going to get all this in the end product. But and at least I'm hoping that. But uh, you know, we'll see. But. The key is we have to make sure that legislators are hearing from their constituents and understanding that this is not what people want. This is not what we put them there for. Yeah, okay, so let's go through Hendricks County here. If you live in Hendricks County and you're hearing this, you've got really four main legislators you can contact. You need to contact, whether you're for it or against it. This is a huge deal. It's going to affect everybody dramatically or learn more about it. And a lot of these guys, they're good guys. Uh, most of the time, and they will sit down and meet with you and talk with you about it. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Thompson and Sturwald. Uh, Sturwald, uh, Avon, Brownsburg, mm-hmm. Thompson, basically, most of the rest of the county, and Baining. So you've got Bob Baining, Thompson, and Sturwald in the House, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that have proposed the increase right now. In the Senate, you've got Mike Young, which is Plainfield, and John Crane, uh, who is the rest of Hendricks County. Yep. And by the way, Crane, because I know Crane listens, Crane, if you vote for this because the guy you beat got beat because he was pulling stuff like this, yep. you're going to be a one-term senator. I'm calling that right now. So there's, <laughs> And I'm pretty good about making local predictions. Uh, so I, have, I would be floored if John Crane were supporting this. But, okay, what can uh, – so the governor's office. Have we heard anything yep. from the governor's office yet? We have a new governor. Yep. Has Holcomb said anything? Yeah. So, you know, I think he's he's kind of holding it close to, to the chest right now. He's got to be um, upset, right? I mean, new governor, Republican, he's the Mitch Daniels guy, which was cut, cut, cut. And yeah. this is what they give him, right? So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. It really is going to be interesting. What set the, the bar last year was when Governor Pence came out before anyone else and right. said, hey, I will not support an increase in the gas tax. And these are the things that we're going to do instead of an increase in the gas yeah, tax. Yeah, Holcomb, because Holcomb's people, we know, listen to this if – you're going to get trapped if you don't come out immediately and say something, right? I mean, he's got to take a stand. You know, I, I don't know as far as inside politics. I'm not going to make suggestions there for him. You know, I, I love Eric. I think he's a great guy. You're so uh, diplomatic about this. You just said the reason it didn't pass was because Pence came out. Well, right? hey, I mean, we we may have to find another way to stop it. They've kind of put him in a corner this time. They they came out before. You could see this building last year, right? Right. So they have been building this for over a year now. Stop year shooting baskets. Do your job. Get out there. Say you're not going to raise taxes. Very simple. I, I don't know. Anyway. You know, hey, hey, I would love for the soon-to-be here in a couple hours Governor Holcomb to come out and say we will not raise taxes. I'm hopeful for that. I'm hopeful that he says, hey, immediately we're going to transfer all of this gasoline use tax money, the sales tax on gasoline, over to roads and infrastructure. We're going to make sure we're going to make this a priority. I think we have to see them come out and say, we're going to make this a priority. We're going to make this a priority with existing funds, even if we have to freeze spending right. across the board. Can we freeze spending for two years in a, in a state government? Everyone in state legislature would tell you that is impossible. How many families over the last 10 years Amen. had to freeze their budgets Amen. for a two-year cycle? Amen. I can guarantee you there were a lot of them. Right? Amen to that. Now, you guys are going to be very involved in this if people want more information. They want to know more about AFP, what you guys are doing with this, because I'm sure you're going to be holding information sessions and things That's like right. that. That's what you do. How can they learn more? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the easiest way is to go look us up on Facebook and Twitter because those things are updated uh, frequently. 
you can go afp.org and go to our Indiana page. Uh, but but AFP on Twitter and Facebook is where we'll be pushing out information daily. You're far more diplomatic about this than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell people, I say, uh, I say the things other people think, and they don't, you know, they don't want to say because they don't like uh, well, I mean, getting shot at. We're we're being very clear on what our expectations are. Yeah, and, and, I, I, and there's I nothing think, unreasonable here. Yeah, and I I think I don't I don't think it's unreasonable, but for some reason. Every time I'm around some of these guys, they make me think that I'm completely unreasonable for oh, saying well, that sure. the gasoline sales tax should be used on roads. Of course. And that the increase in revenue over the next two years should be used on a priority. A Cu- couple things I want to close with here real quick. One thing that's important is the revenue does not immediately go, right? They're gonna, you'll get the tax increase immediately, but for, that's some, correct. for some magical that's reason, point. the re- revenue doesn't go immediately. So the gasoline use tax, the sales tax on gasoline, is not fully transferred over to roads and infrastructure until 2021. Wow. Four years from now. I will so, be in my mid-30s by uh, then. Um, I'll, be, I'll be pushing 40. So here, here's our thing. You're wanting to raise taxes immediately, yet you don't want to make this transfer until 2021. Who knows if it will ever happen? Right. If there is a dip in revenue, then they will say, well, we really can't do that. Not to mention, I want to make one, one more point, if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, during this whole debate, Towards the end, you remember what they put in at the end as a goodie? What was that? They put in a reduction in income yes. taxes. Remember yes. that? Yes, I and remember. And they said that this bill was revenue neutral. Mm-hmm. And they did it as a scheme to get people to vote for it. Sure. But, so, is a tax an income tax cut last year? It's not good this year? Right. So, we, we should at least, we should at least get an income tax cut out of this whole ordeal. Now, let me ask you this, because I know you don't speak for the entire organization. You do sure. in some capacity, but... If the legislature came to you and said, okay, we've heard you, we understand, we are going to transfer all the uh, sales tax to the roads, Mm -hmm. and we're going to come back next year and see what that number looks like, then we'll revisit this. You guys would be open to that? Well, yeah. I mean, I think we we can talk about it. Here's the the thing. With AFP, we believe that roads, maintaining roads, is a core function of government. If you're telling us that you've done everything you possibly can, you've you've looked down all other avenues, and the only way to do this is is to increase the gas tax, we can talk about that. But we are not to that point yet. Yeah. We are not to that point yet. Totally underhanded to run an election last year, nobody saying boo about this, and then right out of the gate throw this at people, and then act like you're mad because the peasants are upset that their taxes are going up. It's total, total, totally awful. And thank you guys for being on the front line of uh, – of defense on hey, this. we're going to lead the charge, and we need all of your help. Please, all right. uh, please help us out. I was Justin Stevens with the Americans for Prosperity. Again, uh, people may have been scratching things down. How can they find out more about you guys? Yeah, go to our Facebook page and Twitter page, AFP Indiana, and then also AFPIndiana.org. All right, uh, don't forget, if you miss any part of today's show, I'm sure this is going to be a big show listened to often and always by some probably some very important people. You can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes now. We make it so easy you can listen anonymous. These legislators, they won't even have to give their name. All you got to do is search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.